1: and curse the patriarchy.
2: We can't live with these shows, and we can't live without them, but we can break down every juicy moment and unpack all the weird messages these shows send us about love, sex, and dating. Welcome to Love to See It, a podcast about the high highs and lowest
1: lows of heterosexuality. It's 2023, and straight women are not trying to run build-a-man workshops. So much worse than build-a-bear.
2: Especially Charity fucking Lawson. She is not here for it. The icon, the legend,
1: our beautiful bachelorette. Truly a legend after this episode for me. Um, Today's recap is just going to be the two of us. Uh, And if you were unaware, yes, that's Emma Gray. And I'm Lee Blickley filling in for Claire Fallon, of course, who just had a beautiful baby, um, so I'll be here for the next few months. So just going to alert you. Get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> just in case you're, you're still confused.
2: <laughs> also, reminder to check out our bonus content, which is still going up on Rich Text. This week, the premium podcast is going to be about the new Real Housewives of New York. So you can sign up to get that at clarandemma.substack.com.
1: And before we dive in uh, to this week's incredible episode, I must say, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But I have been also enjoying or, you know, so, enjoying some, some of the gossip, <laughs> some of the Bachelor gossip that's been coming out. Um, some, again,
2: some high highs and, and some, some, some very low, lows. low lows. Someone who I just want to commend for successfully escaping the trap of heterosexuality is Gabby Windy, our, like, one of, Uh, I think, the best Bachelorettes, the best characters to ever come out uh, of Bachelor Nation. Like, we have been Gabby Stans since day one. And she always just seemed, like, a little too good and a little too clever and a little too funny for every man she dated on television. And... It makes sense. She's finally fixed it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's finally fixed it because now she announced last week that she is dating a woman. She's in a relationship with the queer Jewish comedian Robbie Hoffman. I admit that I did do a bit of a deep dive on Robbie when I saw this news. It made me so happy. And I discovered that she is not only a member of the tribe, but has like a very fascinating backstory, grew up when she was very young, Hasidic, left that community, grew up with 10 siblings. I think she's one of 10 and also lived between Brooklyn and Montreal. So I really feel a deep connection to her spiritually. Right, because um, you went to college in Montreal, right? We overlapped at McGill okay. is what I learned. And I'm like, that's unfortunate
1: that we weren't personal friends. <laughs> she, uh, I mean, These two seem so great together. In love. In love. And of course, it was like a a shock to people, but in the best way to me. Because again, Gabby is one of the best TV personalities of at least the last like two years. You know, she bopped from The Bachelorette. She went straight to Dancing with the Stars where I fell in love with her even more. Um, And now this just makes absolute sense. Uh, and, she said I'm on thrilled. The View,
2: I mean, it was so funny to watch her inter- interview on The View because you could tell that the women of The View, a lot of them are just like out of their depths when it comes to receiving this information. And I understand why Gabby was like, fuck it. I'm not going to have rumors. I'm going to tell my story on my own. And therefore I'm going to come out in a on a big platform on a TV show so that like, I am controlling my own story, but it was just funny watching all of these women try to say the right thing to her, but also be like, so like can you more clearly define your sexuality for us? Yeah. And Gabby's like, "Well, no." Well, they're also like, "Who is I'm just he?" Very happy. Like when she first said she
1: was <laughs> dating someone new. They're <laughs> like,
2: "Who is he?" <laughs> like
1: <laughs> she's like not a he um but i also love how they didn't like she did not prep them for what she was gonna you know reveal no and i love for that. her. i love and that she went too. on the view which is you're like you're sitting with five women of course with all these differing opinions she knew exactly what she was doing again why we stand, gabby forever and also she like just brushed past any weirdness
2: that she received from the hosts mm-hmm. and just really talked about the way that, you know, she said, I always just want to live my truth and my story. You know, I've been keeping who I'm dating a bit of a, a little bit more private because it's a bigger story and a bigger conversation because I'm dating a girl. And she goes on to say that she's like never been in a relationship like this in her life. She's never felt this way in her life. And it sounds like she kind of thinks like this person might be her person, her mm-hmm. life partner. And they've just been both posting a lot of really oh. cute content on social media. And I just have to say, Gabby, Robbie, keep it coming.
1: You two are giving me life. Yeah, we are so excited for you. Um, And yes, more carousel of photos because I am just in love with these two. And I'm happy for me their too. love. I'm I'm happy. I also just have to
2: say that there is something so fascinating to me about the way that a show like the bachelor bachelorette operates as this structure for compulsory heterosexuality and the way that people who might be confused even even below the surface even subconsciously
1: might jump into the opportunity in, in a way be yeah yeah, it,
2: yeah in a way be intrigued by this like mm-hmm. very structured compulsory heterosexuality that like is making these promises of what you're gonna feel at the end. And so I've actually really loved to see all of these stories, especially like Becca tilly and and Gabby and Colton and I think yeah we, Colton mm-hmm. obviously that's a more complicated yes. one for several reasons um but yeah, I think I think there is something to be said about maybe being in that structure could also be clarifying in a way if you come out the other end of it and you're like, there is still so much that feels wanting. Yes,
1: it's so true. And, you know, it is that kind of show where, yeah, you go through this journey, you know the steps, you know you're going to meet someone, you know there's a possible, like, engagement. Um, And so you kind of just jump into it. But it probably teaches you a lot about (laughs) Yeah, it teaches you a lot about yourself, especially if you're, like, fighting it out for a guy that you're like, I don't know if I'm even interested in men. Yeah, you're like, like, I don't like This has clarified it for me. Like, I don't need this in my life. Uh,
2: But yeah, I think, you know, we don't need to, we can take our cues from Gabby and however she wants to define her sexuality, her relationship, what this means for her. That's That's what we'll follow. And we're just really excited because they seem... Deeply in love. And on this show, we really love love. We love love.
1: Which makes this next news, like, super sad. Because I I loved their love. Caitlin
2: Bristow and Jason Tardik have announced that they have broken up. Um, Caitlin is, of course, former Bachelorette. Jason was in the final three on Becca Kufrin's season of The Bachelorette. And they have been together for four years. They've been engaged and yeah, this is just a real bummer. They they wrote on Instagram, after sharing the news with family and close friends first and taking the time to properly process it ourselves, we are saddened with heavy hearts to share that we've decided to end our engagement. We are thankful for all of you who gave us the time and space to process this life-altering decision as there are many emotions and changes to navigate. Yeah.
1: And they did mention things too about, of course, their golden retrievers, Pinot and ramen, who are, like, their, their babies. Uh, and they'll share, apparently, custody of the dog. Joint dogs. custody. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's a crazy thing, too, because they were one of those couples, you know, I think they met on Off the Vine, like, her podcast. Yeah. When he came on, and they just had this immediate connection. It was a few, like, months after she had ended things with Sean Booth. Um, and so you just rooted for them. You've been rooting for them. Then they got engaged, and it seemed, you know. And Jason was always one of those guys who— went on the franchise
2: and you're like, you seem like a normal, Mm -hmm. cool person who I might actually want to hang out
1: with. Yeah, he's like a Joey, you know? He's just like, he he comes off with that energy of just, you want to be his friend, relax, has a great family, like grew up in Buffalo.
2: Caitlin's chaotic, but
1: she is such a delight. And they had a good
2: balance there. Yeah, they seem to have a good balance. And we always are, honestly, I'm just always rooting for anyone to be happy. Mm -hmm. And so- Um, It is always sad when a breakup is announced, but also, you know, you have to commend people for making the decisions that are right for them and not every relationship is meant to last forever. And often the best thing for two people can be to, to, to separate from that romantic relationship. And I imagine it's extra wrenching when you are anticipating what, like, the public narrative is going to be. Like, what is the public going to Mm -hmm. say about you as you were trying to make this, like, big, really difficult and I would imagine sad life decision. Yeah,
1: and, you know, as they said, they were telling their family first and their friends and kind of dealing with that in private. And, yeah, when you're in the public eye, especially with The Bachelor, people are just, like, waiting. Like, you know, the rumors were already swirling that they weren't together. Just based on, like, social media. Posting. And, but it's so difficult. But I commend them for, like, reaching this decision and and knowing that it's probably what's best for them. Um, yeah, we wish them
2: both the absolute
1: best in the future because
2: they both seem like really, really wonderful people who, who deserve happiness. Yes. So now let's get into the main event. Out with the sad in- with more love. And chaos. charity and <laughs> chaos, obviously, because we are at overnights. In Fiji. In Fiji.
1: Finally. Finally, they have left the U.S. I'm um, so happy for them, Lee. Yeah, Charity's Journey is now brought to us by the Fiji Tourism Board.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are really getting a lot out of this. And frankly, they deserve it as the only nation outside of the United States featured on this season. Yeah, and I
1: don't know if you could tell, but for me, Charity had she was glowing. She looked so gorgeous on the beaches of Fiji every single date. I'm like, she just needed to leave the country. I mean, she's gorgeous to begin with, but she was like, she came into her own this episode. Between like She was
2: like, thank God, we're not going back to
1: Oceanside. Between her outfits, just like the glow on her face, the way she like talked to the guys, the way she stood up for herself. I was like standing charity this entire episode. So proud of her. Always. Frankly, I think that she
2: has been an amazing bachelorette. And I am bummed that fewer people are watching this season because I actually think it has been, like... One of the best, yeah. So wonderful. And the drama... So far, I am not feeling completely emotionally drained having to recap this season. Like, I am excited still to watch these episodes. And I don't feel that anyone has been, like,
1: completely
2: irrevocably destroyed yet no so. once
1: brayden left too it's just been like smooth sailing her connections her relationships with the guys are really like genuine and real to me like i i and the feel drama it. comes
2: from that yeah. the drama
1: comes from the turmoil of wondering who she's going
2: to end up with even though i feel like we kind of know uh, <laughs> and also just how she's going to go about making
1: those decisions yes like that is enough drama yeah, okay. That's all we need. i loved the season, considering the last season I recapped with you was Peter Weber season, which was so oh. drama-filled. Unnecessarily.
2: Oh <laughs> yeah. Uh, People who didn't know themselves and didn't know how to
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: identify who they were falling in love with. Very different <laughs> vibes from, from charity. So charity is down to her final three men. We've got Dotten, we've got Joey. We've got Xavier. They each they each have something to prove. Xavier's like, I have to be honest about these things. Joey's like, I have to clarify the awkwardness from my hometown date. And Dotton is just like, I'm ready to propose. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm ready for a life yeah. with Charity. It's happening.
1: Yeah, and Jesse wants to know about it all. So of course, Father Jesse and Charity sit down, talk to these guys. Uh, Charity's falling for all of them. Um, The only one she's super worried about is Xavier, who she feels is not ready um, for what's to come with a proposal, an engagement, (sighs) a marriage.
2: I wonder why. I wonder why she might feel that. (laughs) It was a a strong inkling uh, for a good reason. Maybe because he's, like, literally said it multiple times. (laughs) And also, they're trying to do foreshadowing. So, Xavier has the first overnight date. She meets him on a private island, which... Mostly looks like a giant sand dune yeah. lined
1: with a few trees. Yeah, I loved his like the boat pulls up and he had to like jump out uh you know to water up to almost his knees, I think. And he's right. This is our private island. Xavier's really been taking some fashion risks yeah. and I loved his boldly patterned date shirt, which he didn't wear for long though because yeah, we No, because he had to strip, which okay, fine. Oiled up, strip. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so right after Xavier arrives, uh, Charity's like, "Actually, I invited my personal friends here, which are, of course, some Fijian cultural leaders, because they always must do some sort of cultural date yes. that toes the line
1: between appropriation and I was going to say, how do you <laughs> feel about this date? That pop, you know, this kind of date pops up frequently." And yeah, I never know I, how I will say yeah
2: I will say that I was really glad that there was no kind of like shamanic mm. spiritual ceremony sort of thing like a complete like appropriation of a religious practice exactly I I think that Charity and Xavier it felt like the two of them were very aware that they wanted to frame their participation in this as like we are learning about Mm -hmm. a culture that we are not a part of. How generous of these people to teach us about their culture. Yeah, Like they were saying that quite explicitly. So, you know, these kind of dates always make me nervous because this just isn't a show that is great at cultural nuance and also not a show that is great at like cultural diversity. Yes. Um, But I will say this one was done better than most. Yes. Which... I don't
1: know how much that is saying. Yeah, I was like, I agree, but <laughs> we're still watching You're The like, Bachelor. Yeah, And they yeah, were both, I, like, they seemed uncomfortable. But I feel like Xavier seemed uncomfortable for many reasons, considering it was like, a, you know, a pre-marriage ceremony uh, that had a lot, they had a lot to do, and they had a lot to say. And I think it was a kava ceremony, right, with an Andy and a ratu. Um, Yes,
2: they were being taught about sort of the premarital rituals, mm -hmm. Fijian rituals. Um, And so they were each taken to dress in traditional garb, and Charity comes out just being carried on a palm-fringed chariot. Chariot. Charity on a
3: chariot. Charity on a chariot. Love to see it.
2: (laughs) And this is what Xavier has to say about it.
3: Wow, woman king, like she's she's doing it for sure. She's looking great. I'm just like in shock. That's low key my queen right there.
2: <laughs> I liked this. I was like, yes, Xavier, this is the woman king. Yes, the woman king. This is the energy that you should be bringing.
1: And he was, true, to, he was to this moment. truly excited to see her on that oh, chariot. Oh, he was very yeah. earnest. Yeah, he was like, hell yeah, I love this. And he, she was excited, too, to see his oiled-up body. He had his grass skirt on. Uh, they both Men looked amazing. Skirts, hot. Yep. Very hot. Very hot. And Xavier is a
2: very handsome man. Mm-hmm. So as you said, they do a kava ceremony. And this is clearly all... A setup for Xavier to get very uncomfortable about the idea of marriage, and designed to kind of like draw out all of his insecurities about: Am I ready to make this commitment? Is this moving too quickly? How am I supposed to know if I can actually do
1: this and be a good partner in in a marriage? Because as he says, getting married is a huge responsibility. Yes, Xavier, it is. <laughs> it is a very big responsibility. <laughs> He's like, yeah, marriage,
2: marriage, and paying taxes. Oof, yeah, that's bringing rough. the same energy to both. <laughs> like, you don't have to do it, buddy. You really don't. Yeah. It's okay. Freedom. I think law- it's fine if you never
1: get married <laughs> or like pay anyone. your taxes. It's, it's okay.
2: <laughs> no, paying your taxes, you should definitely do.
1: <laughs> I'm very pro taxes. Me too. Uh, he tells her too. So they sit down and they have to share, you know, their feelings about one another. So Charity and Xavier exchange some words with each other about their feelings. Uh, and it's really Xavier who, yeah, comes out with some metaphors for how he feels about Charity. Let's roll to a, an audio clip on this one.
3: You are a delicate flower that I don't want to crush when I pick up. Mm-hmm. I am willing to water the seed Aww. to see it grow. And blossom into something beautiful. And once it's ready, I will pick it.
1: <laughs> I can't stop laughing because her. Mm, uh, mm. Oh,
2: oh! <laughs> Charity looks so taken aback when he's and he and it's also. I was wondering. I'm like, does he know where he's going? Because he's like, you're a delicate flower, but I want to water you. And then there's a seed. But then I'll pick the flower. Like, <laughs> what's happening? What is I happening feel like here? He didn't know what was happening. He he really didn't. Yeah. Once he said, "I'm gonna is...
1: crush you," like I'll crush yeah. you. Then he was like, "But wait, 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 wait! I'll seed you again, water you, and then repick you when I'm and then crush you after that." that.
2: <laughs> also, I feel like for me, it would just—I don't want to be described as a delicate flower. No. I'm like. You can't crush me. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm a weed. I'm a weed. You know, like, that is Yeah. Growing I will strong. fucking grow. <laughs> yeah, grow in any season. Adam was like listening in the background while I was playing the episode, and he heard this metaphor completely out of context. And he was like, "Oh, oh no, what is <laughs> what is that guy doing?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's not. It's not, it's not it's going to turn yeah, out well for it's him. Not it's gonna not going well." well. <laughs> Charity's trying to be so kind about this. She's like, I mean, you could really take this a lot of ways. Uh, It's so nice. Maybe he's protective over me. But also, why are you going to crush me? Yeah. What's happening here? She's so confused. And while we we contemplate this confusing metaphor, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we are going to talk about the rest of Xavier and Charity's date.
0: Can you keep up?
2: and we are back and charity and Xavier end the first part of their date on a high note they make out in the ocean and she's like okay we're gonna be good nothing's gonna break us apart I'm definitely falling in love with Xavier a hundred percent definitely
1: and then of course the I wouldn't say ominous music, but some interesting <laughs> background music pops up, and we pivot to Aaron, who Aaron, yeah, who Aaron. was sent home last week, but he can't stop thinking about Charity. He is leaving San Diego and Aaron Clancy to join Charity <laughs> in Fiji, which is a long trip. I'm not, like, so, so it's a long
2: flight. We're also, were you dying from all of the like clearly stock? footage like b-roll <laughs> they had of san diego yeah. they just cut to like five different clips they were like san diego a boardwalk yeah. san diego the water san diego a bus san diego aaron aaron's here aaron on on his iphone taping himself clearly there's no cameras there like (laughs) the audio quality is
1: bad (laughs) poor aaron this whole episode i felt that way too we'll get to it later but when he arrives in fiji he's just they they just let you know they had to let aaron just wing it on his own yeah, they were like, Look, these men are all being way too nice to each other. We have to throw
2: something else yeah. at charity. She's getting along with all of them. It's not enough. We gotta
1: <laughs> We gotta stir
2: the pot. We gotta do something. We gotta stir the pot. But back to Xavier.
1: So Ooh, charity This date. This was rough. <laughs> this this <laughs> but well, great. I am very Amazing. excited.
2: I'm actually very excited to talk about this date because it, it was so many different things. Happened, and I had so many mixed reactions to it. But it it starts it starts strong, right? Charity's looking gorgeous in her plunging black top, sequin pants. They're sort of like a sheer, yeah, um, sheer
1: cream color sequin. Yeah, because the black is like a bodysuit. I think it's like a thong bodysuit. So gorgeous! Like I was loving this this vibe. These island. She just has her island wardrobe. Uh. Perfect. 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. We're, well done, Carrie Fettman. You continue to slay. And Xavier looks good too. He's wearing like a green. He does. It looks like kind of a knit, button down, hunter green shirt. I was into it. <laughs> yeah. he He's very handsome.
2: He looks great. And he also looks a, a little nervous.
1: Yeah. Because he, he's just
2: like, he knows. He knows. He's like, this is the big time I have to say anybody big things because after this, it gets even more serious. And you can just tell that for each of these guys, producers have been like in their ear Mm -hmm. being like, if you feel this way, you got to say it. Now's the last chance. Yeah, Better tell her now. Better get it out there. And
1: so now he's like, I'm putting my, you know, my head is putting my heart against the wall and telling it to stop. And I'm like, wow. What? These are some deep, Head and heart feelings going on, Xavier. Like, How,
2: what are the mechanics of your head placing your heart against the wall? I don't know. You know, he's just like, is he, he's really like, there's like a lean and like a body <laughs> roll involved.
1: It's like, just like, is boom, the wall slanted? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they sit down for their, you know, big, serious pre overnights, get it all out into the open chat. And it's, a. It, you know, I I sensed Xavier was just gonna be like, yeah, my head and my heart aren't aligning, but I really care about you. But he really like he goes he goes deeper. Um, you know, he, he starts is, to say he's he, honest. Yeah, he sees he's honest them.
2: almost to a fault, fault in a way that I I actually commend him for, mm-hmm. but also in a way that like he must have been a producer's dream because he is willing
1: to say things that will not make him look good on national television. Yeah, it was, it surprised me a little bit, you know, because of course he's saying he visualizes them together, He, but he's overanalyzing their relationship. His head and his heart won't align, but he comes out and says he has like something bigger to tell her. Um, he first says that this is in part because there are just like boxes that aren't checked, checked
2: yeah. in the way that they would be if they were dating in the real world. Yeah, if they had a little more time. at that point, I was like, this is a totally fair point. Like, that is very real. Like, there are just emotional leaps that are demanded by the structure of this show that put you in a place where you're, like, expressing big feelings before you really have the chance to see if, like, your life might actually align with the other person. So I completely understand anyone
1: who's kind of, like, I'm having a hard time squaring that. Yes. And this is like the week two when they when they have overnights, they get more time to talk about that stuff in private. Yeah. And it's never gonna be enough time, in my opinion, to like get to truly know no. uh the person you're getting engaged but to. But you can but, show
2: up like Rachel Lindsay with like a list of questions exactly. and just be like, What is your credit score? Who did you vote for mm-hmm. in the last presidential? Which election? Which is
1: the way it should be. Like <laughs> yeah. that's that's the necessary information, people. You have to but I feel like Xavier's definitely feeling that like he 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 knows he cares about her and he's falling for her but he doesn't know like the basic things about her her life her morals her politics um so that's where i thought he was going which he was he was there
2: to an extent yes
1: and then he yeah he finally comes out and says that he was unfaithful in his last relationship um and in a you know quote In a marriage, you can't do that. And she is like, like all of us, like I was surprised watching this. This is not my knitting king. Yeah, like what? (laughs) I was
2: shocked. And then I was like, oh, they have been playing the long game Mm. with this storyline because we've had little clips of Charity being like, he reminds me of my ex. He reminds me of my ex. Planted throughout. And I was like, oh, this is, this is what they were trying to build us to. And I always feel so complicatedly about people feeling like they have to make disclosures like this Mm -hmm. on national television. I do think because this is a particular trigger of charities and something that she has experienced, I think it actually made a lot of sense in this particular situation why he would feel like he needed to disclose that. And I think that, yeah, it would be really weird if they, like, ended up together at the end and they hadn't had— This conversation. —this conversation, just because it's something that she has spoken about to all of these men
1: in great detail. Yes, and it makes more sense now, like, his—I don't know, his attitude towards the relationship, because he was probably holding on to this for a while, knowing that he should tell her— like this is something that she would want to know considering, you know, I think it was like six years she said she was yeah. with her last or her ex and he cheated on her throughout those years sporadically. Um, so this is something that like he knew she needed to know. But we, of course, didn't know that Xavier had that past. I think he said yeah, he I was, was in like, like a oh, yeah. revelation. <laughs> Especially after last week because he was like, I'm the one to end it or his mom and sister said that, like, he usually ends it, or he just, he hasn't found the person who, like, matches him, and he tends to, like... And those
2: things are probably all true, right? Like, that's, that is a part of dating. Cheating is also something that people do. It's not crazy uncommon. It's also a huge betrayal, and something that I think, especially for Charity, given her history, is, like, a completely understandable thing to Mm -hmm. be, like do I really want to introduce this variable into a relationship when I am currently in multiple relationships that don't don't have this red flag to contend with or this yellow flag to contend with? She asks him a lot of really sharp follow-up questions. And this is where I started to be like, you, like, just in awe of her. Yes. The way she responded to him in this whole conversation was very empathetic, I thought, while still being extremely boundaryed and asserting the things that she needed to understand and asserting the things that weren't going to work for her. So she asked him, like, did this happen multiple times? When did this happen? And he says in his most recent relationship, which was two and a half years long, two years in, he cheated multiple times over the course of five days. It sounds like maybe it was on like a, a trip. boy's trip mm-hmm. or something. Um, He references that later. And she's at first taken aback. She walks away to take a breather. And then she rejoins and like asks him some more questions. Because she, she's clearly searching for like, what have you done, how have you learned from doing this? And I appreciated that that was the framing. Because I do think it's, people can act poorly in one relationship And they can learn from it. And it doesn't necessarily mean Mm -hmm. that it's a pattern of behavior that they'll bring into their next relationship. Like I so I appreciated that charity did a good job of saying, I don't find this behavior to be acceptable, but
1: not demonizing like Xavier as like a bad person. Yes. Like she flat out asks him, like, what have you learned from this, if anything, from doing this to, you know, another woman? Because I need to know that you're not gonna do it. To me, if I commit to you and you commit to me, how do I know that you're not just going to go do the same thing? I need to know that you learned something. Um, and what did you think? Like, what did you think about like his uh, response to that though?
2: Like I thought he kind of fumbled the yeah. bag. Like I think that it's a completely fair question, and I think part of what he said, sure, is true. He's like, I've become more introspective, trying to figure out why I did this. But he didn't actually say, like, and I realized that it was these things that, you know, these feelings that I was acting on. Mm -hmm. Other than the fact that he said he wanted his girlfriend to be who he wanted her to be. And that wasn't fair. And I was like, ooh, yeah, this might make me nervous. Like, has he fully worked through this? Has he figured out a way to cope with (laughs) His partners being complete people that aren't always going to act in the way that he He wants wants them to to act. And, like, learning how to either accept that person for who they are or extricate yourself from the relationship Mm -hmm. before you do something really shitty. Um, And I just, like, I didn't hear a lot of reckoning with like the emotional impact that behavior might have had on his previous partner and why that would be something he would not want to do to charity. Like I, and that's not to say that he hasn't worked through these things, but I don't think that his response, like if I was charity, I don't think that his response would have really like satisfied me.
1: No. And it definitely didn't her. I think she gave him like a little bit of a chance to keep going But he reaches this point, which I want to play this clip because this is where I was like, oh, yeah, hell no. We got to get rid of this guy. I want to know.
3: Is it a possibility? That it would happen again.
1: Yeah.
3: It's not a possibility if I choose to be with With you. And you choose to be with
0: me. Okay.
3: Because being in a girlfriend status and like doing that, that's like damn, that sucks. sucks. I'd be damned. Right. I would be damned. Are you
0: kidding? It's It's inexcusable for any level. Are you kidding? (laughs) Like, no way.
3: Not gonna do that. Is it gonna be hard to do that? Hell yes, because I've never had been in a position where it's like, you have to just choose one woman for the rest of your life and that freedom is gone.
2: Oh, yeah. And this comes right after a comment that he makes about how, you know, when I'm in that position again with my boys and around that, I guess I just need to shut the door and I know how to deal with that now. And I was like, okay, well, this isn't really inspiring confidence rather than being like, yeah, like I, other people's behavior isn't my behavior. Like I'm committed to not behaving in these ways. Like it's clear he's still also, you're like, okay, what, kind of behavior are your friends engaging in How yeah that's that's feel the comment that, that got like, me
1: like he's like yeah. well now i know to shut the door when i'm on a guy's vacay it's like oh so you, yeah so now we know you know over the course of five days aka you were on vacation away from your and, girlfriend and just felt the need to be like oh well she's not right for me so i'm gonna go and do this to her because i choose myself doing it yeah <laughs> like so, yeah so who are you also, hanging out with like who are these bros who are gonna but, you know, friends become a part of a relationship. You have yes. to like kind of you know she if charity picks Xavier, these are going to be his friends. These are going to be the people he's going to go out with. and they're not going to have changed, you know, maybe right.
2: Maybe. And, like, again, not to demonize all of Xavier's friends. But there is just it feels like that learning process is not done with. Like there needs to be more there. And then he says it. And again, like part of me appreciates how honest he yes. is about this because he gives her the information she needs to know that he's not ready for what she wants.
1: She appreciates and, it too. Cause she says she something does like, too. yeah, I, I love that. He just like has to get things out. Like he's very honest. He's an open book. When he feels something, he needs to just say it. And she, yeah, right. at she least he's not out it. here
2: bull- bullshitting yeah. her. And in a sense, like that again is, is commendable, but there is just a sudden um, somewhat of a like tone deafness about him mm. where it's clear to us that she, which she says later explicitly that she's looking for reassurance. She's looking for a reason to feel safe with him. And he is basically saying again and again and again, I can't give you that. There is actually no reason to feel safe with me because what's scary to me is losing the freedom of, of not being single. Yeah. And Here's the thing, like you're allowed to be any age and certainly 27 and be like, feel that. Yeah. That freedom is is the priority. Yeah. Like that's what I want to feel right now. Like I'm not in a place where I know myself, or or maybe I never want that kind of a relationship. Maybe that's not what's gonna fulfill me. But <laughs> that flies in the face of what this person you're in a relationship want, with yeah, has been very clear
1: <laughs> yeah. about wanting. Yeah. And the way he says it, too, where he's just, like, you know... It's tone-deaf. Yeah. It's the whole thing. Once he says, like, oh, yeah, if you cheat... You know, she was a girlfriend, but, like, if we're, like, engaged you're my girl, you're my wife. And she was just, like, no, it's not fucking okay, like, no matter what it is. This is, like, the ultimate betrayal.
2: That made me lose my mind a little bit, too, because I was, like, wait, so, like, only a marriage is a relationship where the other person is like is valuable enough to be respected it's like no it's about the boundaries and like rules that you've set in your relationship who gives a shit if it's a marriage a girlfriend a fuck buddy whatever like each relationship has their own set of rules that should be talked about and like it's like the ultimate yes exactly you you have to respect your partner um yeah and that that made me he lost me at that one too
1: and he lost me too but he did like charity handled herself so well in this moment instead of like spiraling and being like you know f this she like circles back to the card that jesse of course Handwrites for oh, them obviously. for their overnight. definitely. <laughs> and she kind of holds it up. Like, if you want this, like you have to prove to me that, you know, you're not going to do that. You would be loyal. Uh, you're going to show up for me. Um, if you're not, then don't accept it because you're not getting this overnight. Um, and she says, yeah, not because I doubt you because I believe in you, uh, but he seems to doubt himself.
2: Yes. Yes. And if he, doubts himself, then he said, then that is going to set the relationship up for failure. Mm. And like, again, that if he doubts himself, he should be honest about that because then he probably has more work to do or needs to be more honest about what he actually with himself about what he actually wants. And I appreciate that. She also said, I don't have doubts about what I'm capable of doing for you, Mm -hmm. but it's only going to work if you want it to work. So like, will you do that for us? Like, yeah. are you willing to make this commitment? If you are,
1: then we can move forward. If you're not, we can't. Yeah. And he says he has no doubts in his heart, but <laughs> that again. was such
2: a line where you're, it's like the sweeping romantic yeah. music, like in my heart. There are zero doubts.
1: And you could you could see her eyes too. Charity's face this whole date was just like priceless. Like you could read every emotion <laughs> on her face. When he says the butt, his like he has doubts in his head, she's just like, oh boy bye. Like you could just see like she's just annoyed. Yeah. She's just so annoyed at that point. <laughs> uh yeah, she's she's pissed. And she says, like, can you trust yourself uh to not hurt me? Um You know, the amount of doubt you have for yourself. I don't even have that in this moment. Um, We have a clip of some of what she ultimately says.
0: Thank God. I only want you there if you're fully ready because when I choose my person, I want that person to be secure in themselves and I want them to be ready.
3: I should have taken more time to think about that answer.
0: Mm Mm-mm, no way. Me in this moment of being Charity Lawson, Who Trudy Lawson is in 2023, not willing to settle, not willing to put up with just whatever, being selfish. (laughs) What I said, something I struggle with. I'm going to be selfish in this moment. And I wish I
1: could open this, but it's not happening. Okay. Oh, so good. Because I think before this, too, he says some like backhanded comment about how he needs the overnight to, like, no
2: Yes. He says, I need to see more, is what he says. And she's like, well, what more do you need to see? And again, I'm like, I get it. Mm. Maybe to fall in love, you need some off-camera time. But I do think that that is a little different than being like, like, if you're going to be in this process— you got to kind of throw yourself in yeah. and be like no I'm committed to being faithful to you if we ultimately decide to be together. Like that commitment hasn't happened and it's not happening tonight. Yeah, and I've- so like all you have to say is say if we both decide to commit to each other. You trust yourself to show up for me in the way that I need, which includes a, a monogamous relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And he just he he really can't and Charity also says to the camera, which I appreciated, she's just like, What did you learn mm-hmm. from cheating on your girlfriend? Like, what, how did you grow? You couldn't even really tell me,
1: yeah. And he, he, he is struggling in this moment to even, you know, he did I it. Didn't, I don't think he, I think he realizes, like, maybe I didn't learn anything. Uh, as she's like talking about it and to me he didn't learn anything because the way he says to like I need this overnight maybe it was just me but I read it as like oh do you need the physical aspect of the overnight to know that Charity's the one and then you'll be emotionally like faithful to her or was it just like a backhanded just comment Interesting. but for me it felt like oh maybe he needs like he wants to explore more of like and I think that's definitely how she took it Yeah,
2: I wasn't I didn't necessarily take it that way, but I completely understand why that would be like, that's a very valid interpretation because it is like, there is this sexual connotation to the fantasy suites, even though we know that like the majority of people mostly just like stay up talking about the things they can't talk about and then like pass out for 10 minutes minutes. at (laughs) 6am. But yeah, it is obviously like that first opportunity to get, physically intimate in a, in a real way without, like, prying eyes. And I think that she was sort of like, okay, like, this is just, this is the final straw for me. And and it was
1: cool to see her just be like, I'm going to be selfish. Like, this isn't, this isn't working. It was amazing because, again, she had that, like, kind of relationship. And she's learned. She's learned from that, where he hasn't learned um, from his mistakes. She's learned from watching someone you know, and feeling that someone do that to her and she's not going to stand for that. She can't, if she can't trust you in this moment, she's not going to be able, in my opinion, to trust him, like, in the long run.
2: A hundred percent. And, like, ch- again, like, maybe a partner like Xavier with these anxieties about hi- himself is is just simply not the right partner for someone who's, like, exact trauma center around this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just, I don't think it's, it, they're just in, incompatible, and he didn't show up in the way that she needed. And I think that it, I, it was cool to see a moment that did feel like a mic drop moment from a bachelorette that also did not feel vindictive. It felt like in this moment, I'm going to stand up for the thing that I need, yeah, and I'm going to draw a line in the sand, and like that's my
1: choice. Yeah, it was a really like grown up (laughs) goodbye from both of them because he didn't fight back. He wasn't like trying to be like, he wasn't begging. Exactly. He just like took her words, understood where she stood. um, And they just had kind of like a a drama less goodbye,
2: I guess. He does kind of start to say, like, Charity, you can put me in this car. And she just says, and I I I will. will. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And then he says, I understand. And then here's here's my thing. Maybe I, like, didn't hear it right, but when he hugged her, I swear I saw him say, like, I love you. He did.
2: Okay, yeah. he did. He did. He did. They're both kind of like, we didn't expect things to end this way, yeah. and they both agree that neither of them did. But she's just done. And... Yeah, he hugs her to say goodbye and he whispers, I love you. And she does not say anything back.
1: But again, on like the bachelor scale of like, like to love. This is like, I love hanging out with you, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Or I believe
2: that he he loves her in his way. I, you know, I do to an extent, but I just think he's in over his head and like, this
1: I can't believe this is the way way for same him Xavier to though that we just saw last week. We were like, What's, "Oh, then contain multitudes, just so, like women, of
2: course. Sometimes they knit and are sweet, and sometimes they cheat on you five times
1: in five days in like Vegas yeah. or whatever. But to be <laughs> honest, I really hope he like does learn from it, and I hope maybe Me after too. like watching this back, and like I'm sure he had, of course, he had real feelings for Charity. Like maybe we'll see some growth in Xavier. Um, We that's what we always want.
2: (laughs) I would yes, I would I would absolutely love to see that for him. And I wish him and also any of his future partners the best. (laughs) And uh, you know I hope he finds what he's looking for. And he says as he leaves, I know that I just hurt her so much, and that woman put her heart on the line every day, and I doubted myself and us, and I shouldn't have done that. And I'm like, maybe, yeah. but also maybe you were just being honest, and maybe this relationship isn't for you, and it needed maybe to here. Yeah, that's actually just like the best for everyone to to be honest about that, because I do think, like, again, I'm not like out here being like Xavier behaved perfectly at all, but I do think that often people come on this show and they get caught up in a way where they're not honest about the things that they're unsure of and they're not honest about their own limitations and the things that they've done in the past and maybe patterns that might be likely to repeat themselves. Um,
1: And he has been. He's been honest pretty much the whole time about his feelings here. Um, (sighs) But Charity in this moment just learned so... You can tell she has just learned so much about herself through this process because she says... I'd be a fool to keep someone who is not ready. I'd be a fool and that I am not. Hell yeah, charity. You are not a fucking fool. And that's exactly it.
2: It's not like Xavier's a bad guy. Now I need to fucking punish him. It's like he's not ready. I'm not a fool. Yeah. I want what I want. He's I have, not what I want. You got two Goodbye. other guys
1: who are who are ready.
2: Uh yes. Oh yes, they are. And on that note, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with the rest of this Wild Overnights
0: Week. Can you keep up? I like it, love. It.
2: And we are back, and it's time for Joey's overnight date. But first, Charity is contemplating what she did the night before. She's just like over it. She's like, I sent Xavier home. He just wasn't ready for what I want. Quote, I'm not here to build a man. This isn't a build a man workshop. I
1: screamed, "Amen!" Like I, I, yeah, like preach, preach preach. sister. (laughs) She is incredible. Um, That should be the new just title of the Bachelorette: Build a Man Workshop. (laughs) Except, honestly, I'm like, it kind of is a build a man workshop. (laughs) It is. Build a boy <laughs> workshop. It's a build yeah. a boy workshop into a man, maybe.
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, but she has two guys, as you said, who seem very ready for the things that she wants, Dotton and Joey. And she's ready to find answers about the real Joey after they inexplicably um just didn't communicate at all about the massive awkwardness that had occurred <laughs> yeah. last week.
1: Joey's ready to learn about the real Joey too because he is he is himself reeling from um hometowns because their goodbye was awkward, she was crying, he felt like she wasn't making eye contact with you know their whole thing the entire season has been this like strong eye so contact. Terrible. uh And it was the first time he had doubts. Um, And he wants to get back on the same page. He waits in silence on, you know, in the middle of nowhere in Fiji uh, until he hears, of course, a motor of some sorts. And you just hear him be like, badass.
2: (laughs) And he watches Charity drive up in an ATV. And he's just like, hell yeah, my lady is off and she's here to drive me around. And Charity is off-roading in white pants. (laughs) This is, a, this is a woman living on the edge. She likes to take risks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, they're ready to go, uh, but the ATV is not. The ATVs the just ATVs. don't function at all. After her initial, like, entrance, it just, it, it seemingly just stops working. <laughs> You're
2: like, at least it worked for that really cool <laughs> entrance. And then they're just, like, literally stuck in the mud yeah. repeatedly at one point she's like am i like joey do you want to try driving and he like they just they neither of them it's not a skill thing yeah. it's an broken atv thing she
1: spiraled more over like the broken <laughs> atv than she did xavier i swear she was yeah. <laughs> she was panicked she was fully like oh my god i don't know how to well you can tell cuz they're like <laughs> she's like this is a production
2: like we're on a tv show this this is the activity. Yeah. What do we do? If it's we don't not have working. This, yeah. What are we supposed to do now? Eventually they decide to just, I guess, walk along the trail that they were supposed <laughs> to be ATVing in. They're like walking in some little streams. But they're they're in heaven
1: because Joey is just like good vibes whenever he's with Cherry. Yeah. He's like, if I'm holding your hand, I'm not complaining. Um, and he's like, a you know, cheese ball. Yeah, a relationship is like a roller coaster of twists and turns. Like, this is he, our roller coaster.
2: <laughs> my God, every week, I'm just like, this man is being prepped to be The Bachelor. Oh, yeah. He's ready. He's got all the one-liners. He's ready. He's like, <laughs> I can tell you all of the things that love is just like, all of the places it, that are the perfect
1: place to fall in love. And I love the process. Yes. And, and I trust the process. He is, he is. He has this amazing ability to listen, to hear for waterfalls in the middle of Fiji, and he finds it. He finds a waterfall for charity so they can sit I mean, and chat and cuddle. Like, he is bachelor material. Yeah, with Joey, you you won't have to chase your waterfalls. <laughs> They'll just be there. I can't with you. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> don't go uh, some waterfall. Waterfall.
2: <laughs> yeah obviously bringing me back to my youth yeah, which, I know our collective youth so they sit by the waterfall and Joey thankfully is just like okay last week um it was awkward when you left and I sensed that something was off and you were crying and you weren't looking at me <laughs> and she was like honestly yes I have also been wanting to talk to you about this. And she brings up the fact that she had a conversation with Uncle Joe. And Joey's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Seems right. And that Uncle Joe told her that like he had sensed something was really off on the tennis courts and that sh- he wasn't sure she was getting the real Joey. And I really appreciated Joey's response, which we have a
3: clip of. I did feel uncomfortable and it had nothing to do with you, but I was so worried about how it was going to look and I wanted you to have a good time. And mm-hmm. I think it was... As much as you've been doing so much for me, that was the first time I was doing something for you. Yeah. So I think I just felt a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. And then him showing up, it's like, it like yeah, so I yeah. didn't know he was going to be there. Yeah. It was just, I was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I can describe <laughs> it.
2: I mean, I think this is exactly what our guess was mm-hmm. last week when we were talking about this. We were like, he was having a swoony romantic moment. And then this man that's his like authority figure role model coach comes in. He's not expecting him. And yeah, it's not that weird that like your demeanor would change or you would tense up and you would wonder like not only then is he trying to impress charity, but he's worried about impressing Uncle Joe and also he's on camera like this makes complete sense. Oh, to yeah, me. absolutely. And
1: yeah, we had that we knew that was the case. Like, Uncle Joe yeah. just comes prancing on in. And you could just tell Joe. He's like, what the fuck? Like, I thought this was just me and Charity. He's yeah, already, I like— I knew what was happening. Yeah, he's already probably, like, oh, I'm showing her, like, what I do for a living. Like, this is a tennis date. Uh, just trying yeah, to, like, get I, to know her still. I don't know.
2: And I was glad that Charity was just like, okay, yeah, that makes so much sense. Thank you for explaining that. And I was like, guys, this is a PSA for— Clear and swift communication in relationships. Yeah.
1: Also, d- yeah, don't tell the bachelor producers about your uncle Joe, who is your tennis coach, your Slash mentor. A- authority. Because they're just going to be like, Joe, figure. I think he wants you to come to this date. Like, just definitely swing on pop on by. by. Let us know.
2: You're not afraid to give feedback. <laughs> so, this seems to clear things up. They kiss and make up. They hold hands and jump into the waterfall and have a bunch of beautiful, beautiful makeouts. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to a little Bachelor promo being like, do you want to fall in love under a waterfall? waterfall?"
1: Again, do you want to chase waterfalls? Well, we got the show for you. Sign up. I
2: I literally (laughs) feel like they're one second away from being like, do you want to date Joey? (laughs) Apply to be on the next season of The Bachelor. But no, 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 because Joey is still dating Charity. And these two, as much as I... I think we agree that her relationship with Doughton is just, like, unmatched. She and Joey have a really lovely
1: relationship, too. Oh, they really do. Uh, I am I love them both. I love both these couples. But they just have this, like, genuine, like, easy, um, chill vibe between them. Like, I just feel like they just, they're kind of, like, I don't know, like, I don't want to say, like, soulmates, but, like, they, they just have that, like, They gel. They gel really well. There is an ease. And what
2: we learned during the night portion of Charity's date with Joey is that, like, I think we get a better sense of why they connect Mm -hmm. and why they seem to understand each other. So Joey is gearing up to make his big confession, which is different than Xavier's. His is like... I need you to know that I'm a complete human being. (laughs) He's like... And he (laughs) he talks about the fact that he sort of... People project an expectation onto him of being this, like, good, great, perfect guy. And that kind of sets him up for failure. And he wants to... Talk to charity and basically just be like, yeah, I'm a complete human being and I have my bad days and I'm not like always going to be the perfect person and partner all the time. And I like
1: need you to want all of me. Yeah, And it's funny because I think he's like worried she's going to walk away or be like, oh, no, then I can't take you. But she's more she's very understanding because she felt that way, too. Like she's she feels herself as, like, a people pleaser, and, you know, she is only getting attention when she's at her best. And so she's always thought... And it makes so thought, much sense. Yeah.
2: That. Because she, she even said to one of the families, I forget which one, last week, like, I'm a person who's been put in a lot of boxes. So I did just want to play the clip of Joey kind of making this disclosure, because I thought it was interesting, um, the way that he put it.
3: I don't know. There is a part of me that has belief that Sometimes people fall in love with the idea of me mm. and that person that is that great guy. And then they get to like know me a little bit better. And they the they uh, <laughs> maybe don't think it's like who I truthfully am anymore. And yeah. they start to question.
2: Ugh, and this like broke my heart. And seeing the two of them, like they are in some ways like the male and female version of
1: each other. Mm-hmm. Like they
2: both present as this like easy, loving,
1: confident, put-together,
2: confident people who are, like, always fairly poised and know what to say and are going to say the right thing and kind of be on script. But obviously, they they are people, not ideas. Everyone, you know, every person is a person and every person is going to have, contain, like, multitudes within them. And I feel like that's something that I have heard a lot of women articulate and I really haven't heard as many men articulate. And so I thought that was really interesting um, to hear Joey talk about it. And it, I, I felt like I I actually understood him more.
1: Yeah, I loved, too, how he, like, started it out saying he's, you know, scared and nervous and, like, worried and anxious about his future. And, like, that stuff bubbles up from time to time. And I'm like, yes, because we're human. Like, that happens to everyone, like, yeah, of course you're scared about your future. Yeah. The future's fucking scary. <laughs> uh, but it was so refreshing to hear, like you said, a guy just like vocalize that and just be honest about it. Like, yeah, I, I come off this way. But when we're in a relationship, this is what you can expect from me pretty much, you know, 50% of the time. Because we're not we're not perfect and we all struggle with like decision making and whether we're doing the right thing and... Um, you know, our careers and like who we choose as partners, like it's all, yeah, of course, it's scary, and there's not one right answer to any of it and
2: um charity, yeah, as we said, relates to this, and like as as a perpetual pe- people pleaser myself i I also related to parts of what they were talking about, and yeah, I would I would imagine that she... It makes a lot of sense knowing what we know about her. Like, she does sort of present immediately as this, like, very controlled, poised person. Mm-hmm. And I loved hearing her... Like, it seemed like him saying this actually made her feel relieved instead of nervous. Yes. She's like, oh, you don't want to
1: perform for me. That means I don't have to, to perform, perform for, you. for you. And right then, that's when they knew, like... I'm in love. I got it. I got it. I'm in love. They're beaming. Uh, oh, my God. So, yeah. He's like,
2: I'm in love with you. And she tells him she's in love with
1: him, too. I know. <gasps> we got one of these. It's like a Ben Higgins.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. Lee, Do we is are we just like past the point where it's taboo to say, for the lead to say I love you back to people and to say it to like multiple people because it feels like yeah Ben Higgins broke the seal and then it's just been so many people yeah, people are like well I love them then. both
1: so we just got
2: <laughs> and it's no longer like I mean still sometimes you'll hear someone be like I'm reserving that those words mm-hmm. for for the person, person yeah. and they'll articulate that still but I think we're seeing much more this feeling of like well I'm a partner in this relationship too and yes. so like I want to be able to let out these feelings too, and I don't even I like see both sides of it. I, so I'm like it is really it creates a potential issue in the relationship post show. Yes, but I appreciate this, like, it. Like, but in
1: the process, because on an these emotional people, level, yes, it makes these sense. people should know that they are loved in return, like the whole. Oh, yeah, that's so sweetly. That's such a good point. <laughs> I just, I love when the lead, like, tells multiple people that they're in love because, yes, of course you are. Like, it, there has to be, you know, you're on these romantic dates. You really get to know each other in this, like, condensed timeline. Uh, You, you get to know, like, multiple people with multiple personalities and, like, mul- you know, I don't know. Of course, to me, it's like, yeah, you probably would fall in love with more than one person. I'm sure as the leads decide, like, who they want to actually get married to or engage to or stay with after the show, they have that feeling. But I think it's valid to tell someone, like, even if you know they might be your second choice, like, I'm in love with you, too. Why not? Because it's nice for them. It's nice for them to know that they are loved back like the whole rose exchange like you accept and yeah yeah that's such a good and it's like the
2: truth is there's no if you're this far in it like there's no good way out
1: like a breakup's gonna suck either way either way yeah and then leaving and not knowing like was that person like in love with me would drive me crazy or, or or, yeah. or was
2: this actually mutual? And like either way you have to go through that grief process. Yeah, if you're sucks. being broken up with. So, um, but they do of course get that overnight date card. There's bumps in the road, but as Jesse knows, as daddy, Jesse knows, there'll be bumps tonight. They, yeah, <laughs> there will be bumps tonight. They will <laughs> overcome them in more than one way. Their fantasy suite is huge and luxurious. Of course. Uh, it's, I don't know, nothing really to, like, write home about, though. It's kind of just, like, a very large, large like, house. large, large, large <laughs> house
1: hotel room. Yeah. They're like, but let's was, go upstairs. Wearing, like, she knew I the would, bed was upstairs, and that's basically… But I was like, <laughs> where in
2: Fiji. Like, where, like, show me, like, the outdoor private pool. I and, like, and like the infinity pool. And, like, the ocean the view. Yeah. yeah. like, I want the grounds of these fantasy suites. Like, I I know what a hotel room yeah, is like. it's like, wow, you know, look at that large. couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a desk in here, Whoa, too. Oh, damn. Uh, <laughs> Champagne? <laughs> Never heard of that. Uh, but it's time. The cameras leave, and the next morning they return. And the two of them are all snugly in bed. I will say, they're zooming in on Charity's face. And I was like, she seems to have been in here and makeup. Yeah, I was like, I don't think she ever
1: removed her makeup.
2: which Or... I always wonder, like, do they just show up or do they, like, they obviously give them warning. I'm like, or do they, like, put her into hair and makeup and then she, like, has to get back into bed? Yeah, which is
1: so awkward.
2: I need to, I need to ask that of someone.
1: They definitely, at some point, they definitely have to be like, can you c- come over here, like, quick touch up or something? A little time. Mean, yeah. I would want to touch of up. If I was being filmed, I'd be like, no, 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 But no. you can tell Joey's just like, I've <laughs> just been in that bed all night. And Charity's oh, yeah. like, hop, hops back and snuggles in. Yeah, her hair and makeup look flawless perfect
2: (laughs) and it does feel very natural they're just like i want to stay in bed all day together but we can't and i was like oh this is such a like new couple honeymoon phase vibes of just like what if we were just in bed together Together. all day she is beaming
1: she really (laughs) like they're glowing the two of them but it must be so awkward like you got to get up and like get ready and to go on another, um, another. overnight, like, back-to-back? Back. I don't know. I know. It's, it's really must be exhausting to be Charity. We, like, my God. We recap the show. We've been talking about this show for forever, but this still, like, blows my mind every every season. I'm just like, this isn't like a normal. This is This is
2: exhausting. <laughs> but Charity tells the camera, joy is in my heart. A love with Joey feels eternal. I am in love with Joey. And they just keep telling each other they love each other. She's like... I love you. And he's like, I love, I love you. you. It's
1: so cute. Uh, Poor Joey.
2: I just. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, they're really, I really still very in my soul feel they're setting him up for.
1: You never know that We can be totally run. surprised. No, we yeah. could
2: be wrong. To be clear, I have not read like any spoilers yeah, I never that say them. he's the next Bachelor. That's just what my soul
1: believes. Well, because we head to the next overnight and it's just very clear that Dotton
2: Dotton and Charity, like, oh, okay. man. Here's the thing. Joey and Charity have one of the most perfect relationships I've seen on this show. Mm. But it feels like a relationship that has been slightly scripted by the structure of the show. Yeah. And I don't I mean, like, that. consciously, like, they're scripted, but, like, it feels like a more by-the-books of this show relationship. Dotton and Charity's relationship feels like a cosmic connection. Just crazy. I, just like just like you met a person in whatever way you met them and holy shit is this actually just like this good of a fit. Yes. So Dotton's date of course is next and he like Joey is both excited about his connection with Charity and like deeply freaked out about the fact that there are other men there. Although I will say, like, none of these guys are getting angry about that fact.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They're, none of them have gotten, like, aggro or, like, territorial. It's more just like, wow, this is, like, a weird and hard position to be in, which, yeah, yeah. seems weird and hard. <laughs> yeah, very. <laughs> um, Charity's main concern going into this date is, is Dotton too
1: perfect? We're all thinking you- that. Yeah, we're all, like... He like is the best. He's just like prioritizes her. He makes her feel so loved. They're like back they're back and forth. Their banter is just like seamless. Like there's never anything is so, awkward about
2: it. So funny when you're like she has a big thing to discover on each date and it's like Xavier, are you even ready to do any <laughs> of the things I want to do? Joey, are you genuine? Are you real? <laughs> <laughs> are you real? And then like dotton Is our relationship actually too good. Yeah, like, Dotton, are
1: you <laughs> too perfect? Yeah. And the answer is yes, he is perfect. <laughs> He's just perfect enough. Lee. He's perfect for her. He's perfect He's for her. He's perfect for
2: her. <laughs> they don't do the run and jump because he has not watched no, this they show, so he doesn't know. They that did this
1: last week, too. It's better. It's like... Yeah, it's, like, it's just cute, like kind of like slowly jog up to each other. And then he is so tall and big, he can just like pick her up into her legs just automatically. It's wrap just like full deadlift, face. but like
2: a really elegant, like elegant deadlift of charity. And she just like wraps her legs around him. It's like you don't need the momentum of the run for this. Yeah. It's, it's just a lift. <laughs> they are just like so Happy, and they're going jet skiing, which I'm gonna say, like the, the coolest date. He was definitely so cool. got the best date, and he's like,
1: "We're just riding each other's waves. We're just like bumping, and like I'm just staring at. She looks fire. Like I would have mind all, like, the, crashing the, the for go- that. View. The GoPro. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he does say that. But he means and it. Like the, he means it so, he's so genuine that I'm like, that was so, so cheesy, but like, I don't care. Somehow you sold it. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. You're, he's just really beautiful. He's like a very beautiful man and also, all of his tattoos, oh, which yeah. I hadn't like, quite mm-hmm. noticed are on full display and I was like, into it this is i'm into mm-hmm. this like very very into this um because his style is sort of a little bit more like buttoned up and then you got like the edge with the tattoos and i'm just like it's all really yeah, working, it's working for me, for me it's too. a good a good combo and they have like the gopro footage so we're seeing just
1: like them almost tip over five times like waves very, like water yeah just <laughs> Uh, Which Charity and, says, I love that. She's like, my hair is matching the vibes of me and Dotton. Young, wild, and free. Hell, hell yes. Yeah. Sorry.
2: <laughs> and of course, they are in that level of of love, love, love. Where she's like, I look so terrible. And he's like, you've never been more beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's so cute. But she really hasn't. <laughs> and, like I keep But also saying. she like really hasn't. <laughs> she's so gorgeous. Also, I was like, wow, Charity. Imagine looking like that when you think
1: you look like shit yeah she's like oh man i look like absolute garbage i'm like are you kidding i'm like no me? um i was at the airport
2: until 3 a.m because like, of a crazy yeah. flight delay and you should have seen me Yeah, that's what if you want to see what garbage looks like it's like me never like, emma never in under the fluorescent lighting at 3 a.m in uh, the albuquerque airport like getting increasingly angry and just like flipping at him off. Yeah, well, like that's
1: this, me right now, like in it, my yeah. deep, dark basement, <laughs> hiding from my children after a six-hour road trip. Uh, <laughs> yeah, some of us wish we were just jet skiing with, uh, with the beautiful, our beautiful tattoos and love, like, love of our yeah. lives, yeah. <laughs> and perfect beachy waves. But thank you, Charity. Um, you made us but thank prioritize you, what matters, no. yeah.
2: <laughs> we, we truly love to see it for her. And... And Doughton starts off their conversation once they jet ski out to a private island. And he's like, I just want to say that it's been a really beautiful beginning, middle, and like we're coming to the end of like whatever this is. And she's like, yeah, I agree. And they both are just like, is it weird that nothing's bad about our relationship? Because… Nothing's bad. Yeah. And then Charity says this about Daunton's family.
0: Your family, oh, is so incredible. And I don't know if I told you this, but like, your mom essentially like prayed with me. Oh wow. And like, it just reminded me, like, this is something my mom would say to me in, in these moments. And so I don't know, like, as weird as that sounds, wow. but like, I felt every single word that she said. For me, like, my prayer life is important. Like, I'm praying right now. Like, yeah. okay, like, my husband, like, he's here. Like, yeah. just help me. Like, I'm listening to those things. I'm following those things. So that moment with your mom is pure. That's
4: crazy. Yeah.
0: Like, I literally love your family Aww, so much. So They love the hell
4: out
1: of you. <laughs> I mean... This exchange is just I so natural, right? Between them. I, I, just, ugh, I literally love
2: your family so much. Yeah. That's the most... That's the cutest thing ever. And, and also... Charity's been really open about, like, the central role that her faith plays in her Mm -hmm. life. And so I would imagine that being able to share an element of that with his mom. Was so special, yeah. Was really special for her. And it's just also, I think it confirms what we saw in the date last week, which is just, like,
1: she fits really easily into the family. I know. That wasn't even a red flag. Like, this couple is, they're seamless. Their relationship is just, it's, like— Truly, a puzzle. Like each uh, each piece just like fits perfectly every week. Like, and I'm glad. I'm glad about it. Like, I don't want any drama. Like,
2: <laughs> I no. And you're. Oh, here's the thing. Every relationship, you're gonna find the drama. You're gonna find the annoyance with the other person. You're gonna find like things that are hard and triggers that come up, and you're gonna have conflict. Right? Like that's just that's just what being in a relationship is. So at the beginning. I mean, yeah, it probably should just feel like a a good and easy fit. Yeah,
1: and it's refreshing, like, this season, to watch just, like, a genuine, beautiful relationship unfold. That's It's really satisfying. Yeah, it's so great. It's so watchable. Which is why we want more people to be tuning in, because she's really such a good bachelorette, but it's more than that. It's like both Joey and Dotton and, and her relationships with them are really pure, as she says.
2: Yeah, Sweet. it's just really lovely. I really love this season. It's, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe this is the – maybe they should just do, like, fewer episodes every season. Yeah. Again, don't do this just to charity. Maybe we've gone
1: soft. That could be it. I don't know.
2: Maybe, or I've just gone really soft. I'm just really into charity. And Dotton then <laughs> makes a disclosure. He admits that he basically went into being on this show – completely blind and like didn't even do basic googling i'm like the <laughs> men on the show and the audacity of their lack of research and yet somehow with Doton, it's like extra
1: cute it makes complete <laughs> sense to me now because like he has just been like you know having fun falling in love with charity like nice with all the guys just and then he tells her like Well, yeah, like I didn't even know there was an engagement at the end of this show. But I was like, okay, yeah. If it's you, hell yeah. Like, I'm in. We have a clip of this exchange.
4: So, this is kind of funny. Like, I really don't know much about the show. I assume, but it's (laughs) okay. So, like, I didn't really understand what happens at the end of all this.
0: Wait, so, <laughs> No way.
4: Up until probably like three or four weeks ago. Now, I don't remember who I asked. I asked one of the guys. I was like, so like, what? What what, like kind of happened? I love and it. And they're like, it's an engagement. And I was like, for maybe a millisecond, taking it back. Mm-hmm. And I thought about you. I was like, I'm actually fine with that. Oh,
1: I loved it. He trusted pro- the- he know he like the process works because he didn't know that the process. He didn't even know what it was. You know, what was going on? And it worked for them. <laughs> And I think
2: often we expressed an annoyance because it's like, learn your craft, guys. Like, know what you're getting yourselves into. But in this way, when it's working out well, it, there's something, like, fundamentally really sweet and I think probably reassuring to the lead about the fact that the person they're into, like, didn't come into this with some other big motive. Like, he did just kind of fall into this opportunity and he's going with it and he feels... Good about the thing that she wants at the end and yeah he's not he's not on here like with a distinct plan to make it to the end (laughs) so he can become an influencer yeah so he
1: can go to paradise (laughs) no he just genuinely is in love with her it's so sweet and she is like it's been an absolute fairy tale and she's hopeful like her gut is right. Disney with Princess him. rating. Disney Princess rating going going Ooh, up. this rocketing. episode. Yeah, yeah.
2: skyrocketing. So we get to Dotten's overnight and of course they're like immediately making out. They can't even get to the dinner <laughs> table, the fake dinner table because of course these people don't eat. No. Yeah. Uh not not on camera. Um they can't even get to the table at the villa where they are having their dinner.
1: Which I love because she- you know we've seen of course like their physical, you know, side, but much more like emotional with them, like much more their like genuine connection that way. But I loved seeing him just like grab her and like make out with her. I know it was like Ari Dyke up against the wall. Vibes yes, a like ruin bit. her lipstick, and she's all about it. And they're just like strolling to the dinner table after. Like good for them. Also, gonna say that she is wearing a white sequin dress that was giving
2: me really like engagement party mm. or wedding after party vibes and i was like what are you trying to tell us carrie fetman what are <laughs> is there a message here yes
1: yes there is
2: <laughs> but they sit down and they talk about fairy tales again we have a clip <laughs> of what Dotton says
0: how are you feeling after today
4: um i feel great i feel okay. amazing i feel at peace Good. i feel at home today was awesome and it's like we keep talking about this fairy tale you know story that we're having which is so crazy like I just never felt like fairy tales were meant for me um but uh, here I am and you let me embrace that and it makes me think that you know fairy tales can be there for anybody Mm -hmm. you know and I feel so lucky and special about that so cheers to you for being my fairy tale story oh
0: stop now I'm gonna cry it's
4: too early
0: (laughs) Oh, my God!
2: I mean, I-, I thought this was such a lovely moment, I think, especially when you consider that Dotton is a black man living in this country. He is an immigrant. Um and I think that for me, that it felt like there was like an extra layer there yes. about like who fairy tales are for, who the fairy tales are the dominant fairy tales in this culture are about what those fairy tale characters that we grew up through Disney or whatever, like with what they looked like on the whole. And there is just something, I don't know, that felt like deeper there about seeing this really beautiful love story playing out on ABC that is is a Black love story. Yes. And like, that is both central and also incidental, right? Like, this is a satisfying love story for anyone to follow. And also, we are watching,
1: like, beautiful Black love unfold. And that feels really cool. felt to me. I felt the same way. This moment was super poignant. Like, it had so many layers to it. And and just the love between them. And yes, just seeing a Black couple fall in love on, like, network TV um, in a genuine, beautiful way... Uh, And treated, treated not as, like, tokens in any way. Just, like, the whole, their whole, that whole moment was really beautiful.
2: They somehow end up having this conversation that is so flowery and, like, talking about fairy tales, which, like, often I would cringe at. Um, But because they balance that with these, with these realistic conversations where they're both, like, are we missing something to be afraid of here? Like, and he's like, I'm not an unrealistic guy. I've thought about the future. I'm someone who thinks deeply about fears as they come up. And I, like, will tell you about them if they do, but, I, but like, none are right now. Like, I feel good about where we are at. I know that there are things we would have to change about our lives and sacrifice in order to be together in the future. Like, they are talking about fairy tales, but they're also two adults. yes having an adult
1: conversation about what it means to be in a relationship. It's such a good point when you said, like, yeah, normally when people on this show are talking about fairy tales, you're just like, ugh, like, (laughs) like, too much for me. But they really are, they have this fairy tale love, but they also, like, yeah, bring in those conversations that are so important at the point uh, that they're at, like, with overnights. It's just like, they're thinking logistically about, like, how they're going to make this work, which then also makes you feel like
2: then Charity move to Brooklyn I was waiting for her to be like and I will be moving to Brooklyn I mean look Daughton could move to her too I just I just want Charity in Brooklyn this is a just a purely selfish Selfish request request. yeah Yeah. (laughs)
1: no Fresno
2: for you too oh no no (laughs) come on come on now oh and Daughton says my brain is in love like he says he's he's a person who's like heart and his brain sometimes are not Aligned, like Xavier. Which is interesting. (laughs) I was gonna say this is like sort of an echo of the Xavier thing, but the end result is so different. Moment, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "But now my brain is totally in line with where my heart is. I'm not scared. It's the only thing that's scary is how easy it is to say that I'm genuinely in love with you." Mm -hmm. And she is beaming, and she's like, "A hundred percent. I feel all of the same things." being able to say I love you is where I'm at and I'm not going to hold it in and I don't want to. And yeah, now she said I love you to two people. Yeah. Which is which is where now, now we understand that clip we see of what seems to be her like proposal day where she's having a panic attack about having well, to say goodbye to someone that she's in love I with. I
1: would too. Like I would have a panic attack saying about a Joey or Dotten too. These guys are like amazing guys. They have like... You know, totally team charity, date them all, do poly. (laughs) Team, don't let them go. (laughs) Date both. Just date both charity. Why? Why do you? Why must she have to to choose? We need that (laughs) kind of ending. We're just like you know what. Can't say goodbye to either one of you. Do you both want to just continue dating? Yeah, like let's
2: get into like let's talk about our boundaries and see how we can make this work. (laughs)
1: I'm
2: just saying,
1: it's a possibility. But she does get. She says she got the hot and steamy with Dot, and I mean, yeah, that was really cute. Yeah, she's like, hot, and she's steamy. like, I got hot and steamy. She's being
2: all goofy. Of course, she offers him the overnight date card to go to the fantasy suite, and he accepts Avi. <laughs> Duh. And Doughton is just like, I'm so relieved. I'm relieved that I, like, I'm in love for the first time in a long time, and it's I feel so much relief saying that and hearing it back. And he just hopes it's this way for the rest of their lives so
4: cute.
1: I think we have a clip.
4: Love is the greatest story ever told. And I'm living my story right now.
1: Come here.
0: <sighs> it's like watching your favorite prince and princess, like, fall in love. Like, that is what this is. I don't even want to say fairy tale. It's not a fairy Like, this is real life. It's happening. It feels like we're free as two
1: birdies that are in love and flying. Don't you just love like the way that. she says that? We're two birdies in love, just flying. like Just, just. like two birdies.
2: It's it's very cute. And again, it is that, that use of fairy tale in a way that signals the thing that they're feeling while also acknowledging that, like, this isn't a story. Yeah. This is something that we're really feeling. It's just... It's just lovely, and, like, I don't see how she ultimately ends up with anyone but, but Don. Yeah, yeah. Like, even though I think there are other people, you know, I think with Joey, I think even with, like, Aaron, she could have, or maybe even Xavier to an extent, could have had a great relationship with. Don is the one that it feels like she could really, go
1: the, really distance, go the distance with. Yes.
2: Yeah. The next morning, like her and Joey, they awake and they're just embracing in bed. She's, like, it feels so good good i couldn't have asked for a better night dotton's like always exceeding my expectations she's biting her lip she's as like, she's truly, talking about him to the camera truly
1: exceeds my expectations and you're just like yep no yeah you're like no well flaws in we, this got it. we got
2: we got it he's very hot and dotton's just like i'm over these goodbyes i'm ready to move on i'm ready to build a life with charity. I hate knowing that there are other guys left, but he does make sure to be to be like to clarify, point of order, I do respect her. Yeah. She has every right to explore all of these connections. But like I don't want to be heartbroken. And again, we say fair enough, man. And Glad, again, and you are getting aggro. Perfect. What the heck? <laughs> like just per- handles it perfect. But things can't be going too well because no. Aaron has
1: arrived. Aaron.
2: Aaron has arrived in Fiji. He's been flying for God for knows weeks. how long. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> With all these delays these days, you, you he could have taken him the full week to get there.
2: And judging from um, how we see him, he's brought no luggage. Nope. He has no room at the hotel. He's just shown up in his like pink and green, yeah, bright color vibe shirt. I mean, he dressed for dressed for the correct vibe and. In the world's, like, most awkwardly staged little (laughs) sketch. I don't even know if you can call it a sketch. He's, like, wandering up to the front desk. Again, no room key. No bag in hand. Like, I don't Just wandering up, being like, where's Charity at? (laughs) Like, no last name. Like, not like, do you have Charity Lawson's room number? Do you know there's a girl here
1: filming a reality
2: show? person who works at definitely actually works at this establishment and has not been prepped by our camera crew that's following me around where's charity at
1: She's like <laughs> i cannot I, disclose our guests information he's like oh yeah no problem okay <laughs> So he just has to, like, wander, I guess,
2: all over the resort, monologuing about how he yeah. just needs more time with Charity Meanwhile, while an entire like, camera yeah, crew
1: follows him. They're just showing glimpses <laughs> of Charity herself, like, drinking a frozen cocktail at the pool. Just, it seems like she's, like, on her off hours or something, like, recovering yeah. between sexy dates Yeah, like, talking with, to with producers. With her producers, yeah. Just having, like... <laughs> A second to herself but they know what's coming they're like we need you to like you want to go hang out by the pool this afternoon just like yeah pool seems really good don't ignore that we're just
2: gonna get some b-roll don't yeah. even worry about you those might cameras. We, you might need
1: some hair and makeup just in case you know yeah with the b-roll <laughs> <laughs> so aaron
2: saunters up to the pool sees claire clarity sees
1: charity <laughs> claire, we're Jesus. thinking about
2: Claire, Charity, <laughs> Clarity. She needs Clarity. She I don't know. My brain, my brain is scrambled. I'm working off a very little sleep right now. <laughs> uh, and she's, yeah, she's with producers whose faces are just completely blurred out. So it's like Charity in stark relief and then like all of these like blurry humans. Yeah. You cannot know but who like she's the, hanging out with. The very with. near background. <laughs> like you can tell that like two of her friends who are probably producers are like lounging. And Aaron finds her and... Understandably, Charity is shocked because yeah. she's like, I thought you were in San Diego and instead you, you are, are around the world here. In Fiji?
1: I thought we and weren't he, allowed to leave the U.S. this season. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was, you're
2: not, you were legally obligated to stay in San Diego until Aaron Clancy comes to collect you. <laughs> but I did appreciate that Aaron was like, I understand you may be shocked, mm-hmm. Um feel free to take a moment to process. I love no your fit. Worries. I love your fit. Because <laughs> she's like, you look great. And he's like, you do too. Love your fit. <laughs> great fit. Great fit. Um, <laughs> and Charity's like, uh, he's not supposed to be here. But her shock is mixed with clear excitement. excitement yeah. Like, you can kind of tell that she, like from Z- the Xavier date, she's just like, yeah, I, did, it, I, I didn't get my I fair. I could have had an overnight yeah, with yeah. Aaron.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I need an, I need my three overnight dates, and Aaron just magically shows up here. This is perfect. Maybe I can get that, get that with yeah. Aaron. <laughs> uh, and yeah, she, she's like, he's not supposed to be here. So
2: they sit down together. She after she composes herself a little bit, and he's like, you know, I was struggling a lot after after you sent me home, especially because you said to me that you weren't sure if you were making the wrong choice. And like, that's sort of been weighing on me. And she says, she admits that she's been thinking about him and that she has been questioning her decision every single day. Their relationship was, they did have such a great connection. They had a powerful connection. And she keeps saying, which I think is important, like, this Probably doesn't make things better. Yeah. She's like, I I should. I feel like you deserve to know that I was and ha- like I have been falling in love with you, but also I'm not sure this makes things better. better. Yeah.
1: It's like, do you need to add like that other layer in now when you've already told Joey and Dotton that you're like in love with them? In love. And you've already well, said goodbye to Aaron. So that that's kind do of. Do you want to have to break up with Aaron again? again? Because we all know, like we you know, Aaron, he's a good guy, but I don't think he Great can guy. you know, he can't stand up to Dotton's love. Like and I think she knows that. I think she knows that.
2: I, I I'm curious to see. This ends on on a cliffhanger because she's struggling. She's like, I'm going back and forth about what to do. I'm in love with Joey and Dotton, but I do have this connection with Aaron. Should I also see that through? She's staring at the camera and she's like this is not a drill. Like, what do I do? And then, of course, that is where we end. And we have to wait two whole weeks until the finale to find out what happens next because next week is the men tell all. But, like, what are your predictions? Do you think she's going to have a whole other date with Aaron? Or do you think she's going to be like,
1: I'm too far along with these other guys? I think she's too far along. I agree. I think it was definitely, like, a little... little gimmick (laughs) but you know of course an added like twist at the end for the producers to be like maybe i'm not mad at it i think she definitely probably was like oh maybe maybe i do want this i could but ultimately with what she like experienced with the other two this week i just don't think she's gonna be yeah it's like almost do you want to open it
2: do you want to open it back up to the extent where like you have to do the breakup
1: thing. Again. And, like, can you reach... all over again. Like, she was already saying, like, yeah, I'm falling from, but we we haven't, like, reached the point where I'm at with other guys. So there's no way she's gonna reach that level by just, like, now, taking him on a date in Fiji. It's probably gonna feel the same, because...
2: Yeah, I agree. I I could see them maybe, like, giving them a little night date just to to, see. to talk things over. If they want to, like, add another wrinkle since Xavier kind of left swiftly, but I don't I feel like it I would be surprised and maybe like I would be surprised if at the rose ceremony it was Joey dotton and then Aaron shows uh, up. Although that would be good drama for that like moment. Oh
1: I wasn't even thinking that like Joey and so maybe, they will, like, like, maybe they will do that. Maybe they will do that just to be like, wait, where's if Xavier? is Aaron yeah, here? Why are you back? <laughs> yeah.
2: But I do just think like at the end of the day, there's no way like it, it's gonna be final two. Joey and Dotton. Joey and Dotton mm-hmm. And and it's gonna be final one, Dotton It's gonna be That's crushing what I think.
1: for charity though.
2: I think it's I think she's she has a tough, you know, final finale ahead of her. But also I think hopefully we'll get a happy ending. And then we'll get another bachelor. But first, we have the men
1: tell all, in which it looks like everyone's just going to, like, yell at (laughs) (laughs) Brayden. Who's wearing another pair of earrings. Uh, And, uh... Of course. (laughs) Oh,
2: and maybe they'll, you know what? Maybe they can get mad at Xavier, too. Maybe they'll yell at Xavier, There
1: was a clip of, like, I think (laughs) Charity was maybe something with Xavier. But I think the guys are probably, like, too, like, dude...
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how it plays out. I am wondering if Brayden's going to show up just like trying to make nice because it, it seems like in reality, most of the guys got along really well. So I'm sure they'll all be doing their little I'm going to be a great character in the franchise things. But, you know, the mental all is usually a mixed bag. So we'll be I, I'll be interested to see if we get anything like really juicy out of it. In the
1: credit sequence a salamander joins Charity and Dotton for dinner. Yes, and as she says anything that crawls and isn't human is her biggest fear. But then Dotton cheekily is like, "Not bungee jumping?" cuz that's <laughs> that's what they did together and they were both like, "This is my biggest fear." But Cute. no, she's honestly like same cuz I I don't like bugs. Like I was just up in New Hampshire I had the most lovely time, except any time a bug was around me, which was fairly frequently at the lake. See,
2: I have that, but with, like, mice. Yeah. Who likes All all the bugs I don't like either. Yeah, I just—look, I want all of those creatures to exist and thrive in the world. I just would rather not, like, see them in my bedroom. Well, this is a fairy tale,
4: Emma.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And (laughs) mice and bugs and birds and rabbits come into our bedrooms— we sing to them to find us love and, yeah. yeah and they clean our homes
2: <laughs> if only they cleaned our homes and then like made us beautiful dresses Outfits. then i would oh. like them so much please more please mice knit me <laughs> <laughs> a beautiful gown should we talk about our love to see it hate to see it for this week we should first up love to see it I truly love to see Charity's empathetic but strong and boundaried responses to Xavier's disclosures about his past infidelity. She really manages to articulate that where he's at simply isn't compatible with what she needs out of a relationship without totally demonizing him for his feelings or his past mistakes. 10 out of 10, I'm taking
1: notes. Yep, totally agree. Charity Lawson, 2024. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or as she says, "2023 charity Lawson is living yeah. the best life." Uh, again, charity, absolute cool, calm, collected, directness under emotional duress. I mean, I, I could never do what she did, and I would love to I'm see. Yeah, I love to see a woman do that. Like, I would have just been like flailing, like, ah. yeah, like, blah, 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 but no, nah, she yeah, knew no, what she down. wants. She knew, she knows what she deserves. And as she says, and she's she not going to be the it. fool to, like, fall for this crap anymore. And you know what? I wish we I could stand. be like that. We, stand. we also <laughs> love to see
2: Dotton really throwing himself into a marriage competition show without so much as doing a little Googling. <laughs> Often, as I said, I'm annoyed when the men don't do any research, but it's Dotton, so I'm sorry. I love it, and it's charming.
1: Yep. And, of course, our other Prince Charming, Joey... Joey and Charity having an honest and open conversation about the awkwardness, uh, you know, during their hometown date and what was, you know, lingering underneath there for them. They have great communication and it fixes so many things, right? In a relationship, that's, like, key. And we are finally getting to see like, uh, you know, less of a surface level of their relationship and more of, like, how they're connecting emotionally and why they're kind of like these twin flames a little bit
2: and related to that we just love Joey's soft boy vibes. <laughs> I love a soft boy on. Also the show. loved all the artwork
1: our listeners uh, sent in.
2: <laughs> oh my god, y'all. We asked for Byzantine Joey. We got and him. You delivered. And it's truly perfect. Alex Sujong Laughlin uh expertly understood that he would fit in perfectly in a Byzantine painting and I I'm shook from how actually how well his face <laughs> fit in. It was, it was like truly seamless. Truly love
1: to see those pictures. <laughs> truly
2: truly love to see. And then finally, Dotton and Charity's absolutely undeniable connection. I think it's not often that we see a love story on the show that feels so divorced from like the script of the show. And it's just deeply refreshing to watch this one unfold. If they don't end up together, we might cry. I will.
1: Well, I'll cry either way, because... Yeah, I'll cry either (laughs) way, for sure. Because I actually, yeah, it's going to make me
2: cry. Many happy and sad tears, I would imagine, this finale.
1: And now we are on to Hate to See It, um, which for Xavier's inability to really, like, reflect on his past bad behavior and properly articulate what he learned from making those mistakes, uh, truly, I... I hated that uh, he I gave us glimpses. He gave gave us glimpses of like maybe I learned from that, and then he spoke and no, no you didn't, or at least you don't know how to like
2: talk about what you learned and how you plan to not repeat those mistakes in the future. We still love Xavier on this podcast, but this was like not a good episode mm-hmm. for him. Definitely not. We also hate to see the writing on the wall for what I can only imagine will be Joey's extreme heartbreak. So sad, although
1: also an excellent Bachelor setup. So many waterfalls in his future. Uh, and, of course, you know, how hard it's going to be for a charity to, to break up with the, one of the final two. Uh, I love we them both. That. I hate that. We hate that for
2: her. I don't want to see her. it, which is
1: why we want to see her, you know, trot off with both of them on exactly. stallions. White and
2: <laughs> White We're stallions into the,
1: into the distance. <laughs> Twin white style.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's like um, Princess Bride style. Yes. On the beaches of Fiji. (laughs) Just the three of them together. You know what? That's hot. And finally, our rating out of 10 Disney princesses. I feel like we got to go 9, maybe even 9.5 this episode. Like, they were talking
1: about fairy tales. Oh, yeah. Charity this said, I am a prince, princess, and he is my prince, and we are falling in love, and you guys are all watching it. And I was like, Yes, yes, that's what's correct. happening. It might be a 10. Like, this is, these are big Disney princess vibes.
2: Yeah, this is huge Disney princess vibes.
1: Also, Joey
2: always giving a Disney prince vibe. And every great Disney princess has a moment where she asserts her own needs in some capacity stands up for herself
1: and i feel like charity really had that moment with Xavier. so and we can't forget about the salamander because every disney princess has some sort of animal sidekick and oh that's my God. Is this a 10
2: <laughs> is this a 10 out of 10 disney princesses episode <laughs> i think so. it might be it really might be it really really might be wow we've reached we've we've reached that peak you guys <laughs> And on that note, that is it for this episode of Love to See It with Emma and Lee. Thanks, as always, for hanging out with just the two of us.
1: Love to See It is produced by us, Emma Gray, Lee Blickley, and Stitcher. And this episode was edited by the amazing Talon Stradley. Our theme music is by Tamar Haviv, and our art is by Celine Chang. Josephine Madarana is our executive producer. If you like our show, please remember to follow
2: us, rate us five
1: stars, leave a review,
2: and of course... Tell all of your friends about our show. Do it. Do it. Just tell them.
1: And if you want to get in touch, you can email us at claireandemmapod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at love to See it pod
2: and on Instagram at claireandemmapod. And you can find our newsletter rich text on Substack at claireandemma.substack.com. I'm also on social media at
1: emmaladyrose. And I'm at Libby Z. And we'll be back this week with a bonus interview with JoJo Fletcher and Jordan Rogers to talk all about the beauty.
0: Stitcher.